Previously on Calamity. Well, I don't know how much I can necessarily share right now, but let's just say I'm here to eliminate that threat from this town. To be honest, you're the only three people I really see any hope in helping me. And that fog helps it. It's almost like an armor to that thing. If we have any chance of killing it, we're going to need to eliminate the fog. A structure somewhere in the woods that seems ancient. I think there's a relic in there that could help us. As you get close to the left turn, you start to hear uh, people talking. You can assume that they're bandits. Oh, shit. They say, oh my god, what the hell is that thing? And... Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna rage. You see, uh, like on his belt loop, a uh, key ring. Found the key, boys. Let's, uh, make sure this all wasn't for nothing. Let's go. So you guys go down this staircase, a bit of a longer staircase than the entrance was, and uh, you uh, end up in this kind of like rectangle room going downward, and there's some statues uh, and pillars kind of like going down the hallway, and uh, you see directly across from you is like a barred off, like really small barred off pedestal, and on the pedestal is a torch. It's not like the torches that are surrounding this room. This one is a little more, a lot more ornate, and uh, the most distinguishable thing is the uh, it's a blue flame rather than all the you know red and amber flames that you see around. And it's uh, behind these bars on this pedestal, and it's kind of in its own little room. It's almost like it's in a closet. It's like it's in its own jail cell, basically, on this pedestal, and you uh, can see that all the way across the room. And then to your left and right, uh, you see two hallways. Katie looks at that, uh, looks forward, and kind of takes a couple steps forward. Well, lads, I, uh, I think we found what we're looking for. Yeah, maybe. Let me check for some traps first. Cool. Make a investigation check. Okie dokie. I think it's investigation to see traps. Is, is that sound right? Yeah. Uh, 13 plus... Are you driving a car? Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 13 plus 2? 15? Yep. That's how he checks for traps, dude. Uh, yeah, that is just on the... That's just enough. You start walking towards this uh, cell that has this uh, pedestal with the torch in it, and you uh, take a look around, and just a few feet from the cell door, or not even really a door, it's just bars, you do see a pressure plate on the ground. With the 15 also, you can see uh, a few, like, uh, scorched marks on the floor. Uh, like around the uh, pressure plate and on the pressure plate. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna say, yeah, avoid walking here, and then I'm gonna like put something down on top of it that's little that won't set it off, so that way we know not to walk there. That won't set it off something small. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like you put like a yeah, you like take a rock off the floor and kind of like slide it towards the uh, pressure plate, and it does go on top of the pressure plate, and it doesn't set it off or anything. And that's kind of your reminder of uh, not pressing that. So you look at this uh, 
gate that's in front of this torch, and it doesn't look like there's like a hinge on it or anything. It doesn't look like there's really any way to open it. And then, to, as I said, to your left and right, you see two hallways. And uh, since you're a little bit like into the room now, you can look down the hallways and you see more like bars on each of the sides of the hallways. And upon further inspection, you can actually see like doors on these bars, like they're almost like uh, holding cells. Uh, would you like to go down one of the hallways? Yeah. Left or right? Left. Cool. You go down the hallway, and uh, there are six holding cells, and uh, you see some skeletons in like the uh, some of them, and like they've long since like you know decayed. Like this obviously was holding people. Make a perception check for me. Thirteen. You look into the second cell on the right. Uh, so you you took the left into the left hallway, and the second cell on the right, and uh, so you would be like looking back towards the torch mm-hmm. if you were in the main room, and you see actually um, in the second cell a tunnel that like looks like it was man like it was dug by whoever was in this cell, and uh, you can't really look down the tunnel very far because it does it is getting it gets dark in there. There's no torches in there. Okay, but yeah, you do see the tunnel. I'll keep that in mind and go to the other hallway you just don't need for a check or anything you don't see any um, tunnels or anything like that in any of these other ones but on the far wall you do see a lever these cells are closed right yeah all the cells are closed um would you have tried to open one of them um i mean probably if i see the once i see the one with the lever i'll probably like at least try to move the bars uh, the lever is kind of like on the far wall so like the cells are on your lefts and rights, mm-hmm. uh, and then on the far wall, directly across from you is the lever. And oh. we'll say, you, yeah, you would have tried to open maybe one of the uh, doors, and it's like the cells are locked. You can mm. tell. Okay, um, I'll go pull the lever. Uh, where is everybody right now? Did anyone follow Gluzo into the hallway, or are you guys hanging out in the main hall? I'm still in the main hall. I, I would have probably casted levitate on myself. Stabbed on to whoever's shirt. Whose shirt? I don't step on any of the pressure plates. Whose shirt would but, you say? Uh, whoever is furthest in the back. I don't know who that'd be, but I'm going to use uh, my daily Katie. With, Probably the case. I grab Katie's shirt after I use my daily use of mingle with the wind. Okay. Uh, and you're just levitating now? I'll levitate behind her crisscross applesauce while holding on to her shirt. I'm kind of watching Gluzo. Uh, down the hall. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie kind of looks uh, back at you, Sprout, as you kind of levitate and hold on to her, and she says, uh, Boy, you do just have a lot of tricks up your sleeves, don't you? And uh, I'm, I'm going to look up my long sleeve. I'm going to show her. I don't, know, I don't have anything in here. And uh, when you do that, you hear the uh, clank of Gluzo opening the lever. You hear a lot of latches uh, unlatch. And you can assume that... Actually, you very much can assume that... Uh, all the jail cells just got unlocked. And uh, so you hear that and you assume like, oh, sweet, you know, you can inspect that tunnel. And then you hear some rattling uh, to your left, Gluzo, in one of the cells. I'll look over to my left slowly. Guess what? There's a skeleton. He's getting up. God. It's crazy. They do that sometimes, dude. How far away is this skeleton? 10, 15 feet away from you. Oh, He's cool. getting up I'm and out. Gonna, I'm going to just smack him a bunch with my glaive from 15 feet away. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. That's right. Uh, he kind of like shambles towards the door and like 
very sloppily like pushes it open, and as he does, you uh, I'll let you make an attack roll on him. Twenty-four. <sighs> yeah, that definitely hits. How much damage though? Skeleton Another ten plus six, sixteen. Sixteen? Yes. And that's slashing damage. Um, sure is. Yeah, you instantly just like cleave this skeleton. You break the bones with the uh, even though it's, you just crush the bones with the weight of the glaive, and it just just topples to the ground. And then you hear more uh, rattling coming from the cells behind you, and uh, the ones, a lot of you that are in the hall, uh, or the uh, main hall, you hear rattling coming from the hallway, the other hallway, and it's time to roll initiative. Oh, heck yeah, baby. We're fighting Skelly Boys. It's gonna be a good time. And uh, We're fighting Skelly Boys. You're gonna cry again. And Gluzo was fortunate enough to take one out already, so... Gluzo's just kind of beating it with the business end of his glaive, just going, no, 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 no. What's everyone's hit points at right now? I'm full, baby. What's, what's full, though? Oh, 35. Okay. 26 out of 31. I'm full, 32. Cool. Sitting at a comfortable 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so, first up is Katie. Behind you, Gluzo, you look back towards the main hall, and the two cells on your left... Uh, not the one directly to your left, but like further down the hall. To uh, Skelly Boys, saunter on out. Katie uh, pulls out her longbow again and takes a pot shot at uh, on one of them that uh, sauntered on out, and definitely hits. Pretty good damage. She hits skeleton number one for nine damage, uh, and you see it. Uh, the arrow go to it and uh, knocks one of the arms off. Unfortunately, not the one that was holding its uh, short sword, but knocks one of the arms off. And uh, it's skeleton. And that's her turn. And now it's skeleton number three's turn. And uh, next is skeleton number three. Give uh, a warm round of applause for skeleton number three. Behind uh, the lot of you that are in the main hall, down that other hallway, on the very back of it, uh, one kind of like shambles out and uh, has a short bow. And it's going to take a shot at somebody randomly. I'm going to do a D4. So there's Zario, Sprout, Cat, and Ruri there. So it's going to hit Ruri. Maybe. It might hit. We'll see. Oh, my God. It's getting wanked today. Yeah, that's a natural 20. Oh, X-Bikes, brother. Chill out. Yeah, these guys do not like Ruri. Uh, it takes a shot at Ruri and deals. You work so hard on it's about to die. Welcome it to deals. our new D and D show. Everyone hates Ruri. <laughs> it deals fourteen damage to Ruri. Oh, and I think you're down to twelve now. Oh my god! Fourteen damage. Yep. It rolled crit damage and it rolled max forty-one. So it takes a it like shuffles out and fires almost blindly, like wildly, and. uh... Unfortunately, it gets you real good in your uh, in your leg, and uh, hurts a lot. Does hurt a lot. It does, but I have two legs. And now that was Skelly three. It's now Skelly one's turn. This is the one that just got hit by Katie. It's going to rattle on over to you, Gluzo, and it's going to take a swing at you with its one arm uh, short sword. Love to see it try. Yeah, it definitely tried. <laughs> it does not. It uh. Its balance is all off now that one of its arms is missing, and it just kind of lazily, you know, jabs at you, and you 
honestly it hits you but it just doesn't even hurt <laughs> like it just it's just lazy and uh that's its turn and now it is zario's turn uh you look down the hallway uh to gluzo uh and there's the two skeletons one without an arm and you look down the hallway behind you and there's the one skeleton with the short bow that just hit ruri and you can assume there's some more back down there but you don't see them see them yet uh it's your turn what do you want to do I'm going to go over and help Ruri with the skeleton. I'm going to take out my nunchucks and crack him in the head. Uh, which one do you want to hit? Do you want to hit the one that's missing an arm, or do you want to hit the other one? The other one looks more healthy. Say that. I'll hit the healthy one. Okay. Uh, make your attack roll. Hoi! Bit of an oxymoron to be a skeleton and healthy. Uh, 17. That'll hit, and you're using your nunchuck, you said? Yep. Cool. Uh, do your damage roll. D6 plus 4? Four. 4 plus 4, 8. 8? Uh, yep. these steel, these steel nunchucks, you, uh, clock it on the head. You could tell, uh, these things don't like, uh, bludgeoning. <laughs> They're quite brittle. You actually do 16 damage. And, oh, uh, shit. you crack the skull just clean, like, just break it with your nunchuck. Shatter uh, his skull. Yeah, and that skeleton, skeleton number four, is gone. And you still have your bonus act. I'm gonna do that and hit the other one. Uh, flurry of blows? Yeah. Okay. Two attacks? Yeah, two unarmed attacks. So, you want to use your claws or your fist? I'm going to use my fist. Cool. Uh, we got a 16 and a 10. The 16 hits, the 10 does not. Go ahead and roll damage. It's a d4 plus 3. 2 plus 3, 5. 5? Uh, you actually do 10, because it's bludgeoning damage, because you said you used your fist. <clears throat> Deal! And you, uh... Just punch right through the rib cage, like you're behind it, and you almost like like Kali Ma style. You did, yeah, come out it, and uh, <laughs> cleans. It's just a clean circle <laughs> in this rib cage, and uh, it just topples to the ground, and it's gone. You have successfully taken out skeleton number one. Way to go! And now it's Sprout's turn. So you're still kind of cleaning on, levitating. So I killed two of them. Yes. Okay. Uh, the okay. ones. You can tell now the hallway that Gluzo is in is clear. There's no more. Is there, um, is there any more of these skelly boys around? Yeah, down the other hallway. You can see one, and you can assume that there's some more in there, just by the sound of the rattling. But you um, see the one with the short bow that shot Ruri. I'm going to to push myself off of Ruri towards the one with the short bow. As I'm floating through the air, my shepherd's crook, I'm going to hold it in both my hands. And as I'm floating in the air, I'm going to swing it down and cast Shillelagh as a bonus action. Cool. For my action, I'm going to hit it with my shepherd's crook across the noggin with the big round part. I'm going to go, look out, there's a scary monster! And, and uh, so you kind of go into the hall- uh, hallway to clobber this thing and uh, roll your attack. <laughs> Alrighty. Since that's good, that's good audio my, right there. Thank you. It's my uh, Shillelagh, so it's a wisdom. Shillelagh says it's a wisdom bonus now. Plus five to hit. So, oh, oh, goody. It's going to be uh, a 16, my highest roll of the day. A yeah. 5 Very to 21. Very proud of you. Of that does hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. It's uh, D8 plus 3. Oh, boy. You, you're never going to guess it. It was a, it was a spicy 2. A Ooh. 3. It is magical bludgeoning damage. So you deal 5 damage? Do. It's bludgeoning damage, so it deals 10 damage. Wowee! The concept. Um... But still, though, it is actually standing still. It's very bad off. You uh, take out some of, like, the rows of its rib cage, and it 
almost, you know, shatters to the ground, but it manages to hold its uh, position. And uh, after you make this attack, is there any bonus actions? Oh, you used your bonus action. After you do this, uh, you think, you know, hell yeah, I walked up and I'm helping now. And behind you, you hear some rattling. And skeleton number five comes out of one of the cells and is behind you. And uh, floating, uh, just floating with my shepherd's crook. And I'm now curled up in a ball going, oh, no. Yeah, it's going to make an attack at you. It has its crossbow. Please, mister, don't hit me very hard, please. What's your AC? Uh, a, a spicy 15. Oh, yeah, you're good. You uh, see this thing come out of the uh, shamble out. You hear it and you look behind you and it readies its crossbow, and just as it pulls the trigger, you uh, go into your little curled position, and it, the arrow whizzes just right above you and hits the wall behind you. <laughs> and uh, now it's Gluzo's turn. You're pretty much all the way across from Sprout, since you're by the lever mm-hmm. uh, in the other hallway. Um, what's your movement? Like 30. Is it 30? You could make it halfway to him, so you would be in the main hall, unless you have a ranged attack, but I don't know if you do. I don't. My only things of equipment are my one potion of healing and my glaive. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I'll just, like, dash over there. Okay. Yeah, you dash and you get to, uh, you get yourself in between the, uh, crossbow skeleton that just pop shot it at, uh, Sprout. And you get between him and Sprout. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a bonus action you can do or you'd want to do. I could rage, but I'm gonna hold off on that. Okie dokie. It is now Rory's turn. You're kind of reeling a little bit from the uh, arrow that got into your leg. It's actually still in your leg. Uh, so what do you want to do? You can either... You, the only skeletons that are left are the ones that are in the hallway with Sprout and Gluzo. Can I do a bonus action first to dash over... Or can I make it... Over? Yeah, I will say um, you're close enough. You weren't down that hallway. You won't have to dash to get to them. But um, you can do a bonus action before your action, yes. Would, would dashing have any kind of um, advantage with an attack for me? Or no, but hiding would. Yeah. If you want to, like, sneak up. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah, uh, stealth roll. Uh, 23. Yeah, you are able to get behind um, the skeleton with the crossbow. It's uh, fixated on Gluzo now, uh, and you're right behind it. Uh, would you like to do a sneak attack? Yes. Cool. Make an attack roll with advantage. And 11. 11 plus... What are you using? Dagger. 11 plus 5? Yep. 16? Yep, that hits. So this is a sneak attack. So you can deal your sneak attack a sneak attack damage with it as well. So roll a d4 and 2d6. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. The d4 came up as a 2. And then I had... A four and a one. That's seven, all plus three, because of your dex bonus. You did ten damage. Doki. Uh, yeah, you get behind it, and you... Uh, I am freaking pissed. <laughs> you jab your dagger into the back of its skull, and it kind of, like, sticks in there, and uh, you kind of, like, do a little hop when you do it. It's a little taller than you, and you stick it in, and it sticks in behind his uh, head, and uh, it just stuck on the back of his skull. And he, like, turns his head towards you, uh, clutching the back of his head. Actually, no, not clutching the back of his head. Uh, I don't know if these things can really even feel pain. (laughs) But it uh, now notices you're here, but you did a good amount of damage to it. And now, it's the final skeleton's turn. 
next to you, Gluzo, the cell next to you, not the one that had the uh, tunnel, but the one across from it, one more skeleton comes out, and it has a short sword, and it's going to attack you. This guy's fat, I'd like but to you see wouldn't it know because he's a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, he definitely tried. Yeah, they're rolling really good against Rory and really bad against Gluzo. <laughs> uh, uh, the tank doesn't get hit. Yeah, you uh, just swipe his blow away with your glaive. It's like, nah, and uh, <clears throat> uh, now it is Kate's turn. And Kate's going to uh, see that like you're all down this hallway and like in this close quarter. She doesn't want to take a shot. So she uh, she holds her action for an opening uh, because she does not want to like accidentally hit any of you. And now it's going to be skeleton number three's turn. And that's the skeleton that initially shot Ruri and uh, the one that Sprout had hit. It's right in front of Sprout. So he's going to make a shot at you, but he's within five feet. So it's going to be with disadvantage because it's a crossbow. It's a good thing he had it because he rolled really bad. So yeah, he tries to shoot at you, Sprout, and you kind of do another like evasive duck in a slight fear, and it zips right by you, and it like comedically goes like through uh, the rib cage of one of the others, like not through like it like pierced or anything, but like between the cracks of its ribs, yeah, and uh, uh, just bounces off a pillar in the main hall. And now it's Zario's turn. You are in the other hallway where Gluzo was. And all this commotion's happening in the other hallway now. Your movement is 50, so you'd be able to get over there just yep. fine. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to go there. Cool. Uh, yeah, you uh, run all over. There's three skeletons. There's the one in the far back that you can't really... You can't get to him, but that's the one that just went. You got the skele- other skeleton with the crossbow that Rury just dug its dagger into, uh, its skull. And then you have the one that just tried to attack Galuzo. Uh, you can hit either the one that Ruri attacked or the one that tried to hit Gluzo. Did you call me a man? I might have. I don't remember. I was speaking fast. The one that she um, dug a dagger into. Well, Gluzo can handle himself. So I'm going to go up to the one Ruri's fighting. Okay. I'm assuming you're using your nunchuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make a attack. Oh, yeah, but using a nunchaku. Nunchaku? Nunchaku? Uh, 14, 21. That hits. Uh, roll a d6. For damage. Six. Plus four, ten. Bludgeoning damage doubled. This thing, you kind of like, you uh, swing the nunchucks uh, kind of in a circular motion above your head and you strike down and you basically cleave right through, like vertically, the skeleton and it just crumbles into like a, like half dust, half shards of bone and it is uh, taken out. Yeah. And that was skeleton five. He's out. You are out of key points, I think. Mm. So I don't think you can do a... I've only used two key points. You only have two key points. Yeah, you only have two. Yeah. Okay. So for now, I think that'll be all you can really do on your turn. But you did very good. So next is Sprout. You have the one that just tried to shoot you again. And you have the one that's on Gluzo. The one that was on Gluzo. Is that also the one that was on me for a little bit? No, that's a new one. The one that was on you. Which one's the closest one to the one that uh, tried to shoot you, and the one that you already oh. like, the one you cleaved some ribs off of. Uh, see that my hit did not quite knock him out, uh, and I'm gonna go. Watch you go away, and I'm gonna hit him again. Give him a good whack on the noggin. Yeah, uh, roll to hit. Do you believe it? It's another twelve. Did I rolled twelve last time. Twelve plus five. I've no. I rolled it. I don't even know what I rolled last time. Wait, is it plus five? Yeah, it is plus five. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Uh. Yeah, I won't even make you roll damage. 
because it's going to kill hey. it. Uh, you do a, you kind of like jab it with the end of your quarterstaff or polar, I don't remember what you were flavoring it as. Or it's crook. Yeah, you uh, jab it with the end of the crook and right into the skull and you like, it goes like right through the eye socket and just like pierces the back of this thing's skull. Ooh. And it just kind of like goes limp on your staff and you kind of like, I assume it's not a very pleasant sight for a kid. So you like, you kind of like panically like shake it off and it like, you know, it falls off. Oh no, I'm fine with killing skeletons. Oh, you are? They're scary. Okay. I'm yep. like, I, so I pull, I probably just try to yank the pull out of the top of the head. I don't know if I succeed or not. I might have to put a foot on top of the skeleton head. Yeah. You put, you're out. still levitating a bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of like, uh, you, uh, kick off it, uh, kick it off your crook and like that, bit of momentum sends you back a little bit and you kind of bump into Gluzo and uh, now it is it is Gluzo's turn. Cool. Um, and so all that's all that's left is the one skeleton that tried to attack you. Cool. And it's uh, got a short sword. I'm just gonna put my fist up and unarmed strike. Heck yeah. Just like stomp it down with my fist. Punch it. 20. Natural 20? No. Yeah, 30. Alright. 30. My unarmed so, strike does 6 damage so this would do 12. Yeah. It uh... You uh, punch right through its skull, and like, it is just—it's just standing still. Like it's like it's like wobbling. It's like ha- like a third of its skull is just like crushed in, and it's like slowly putting its sword up. And before it can do anything, Ruri, it's your turn. Okay, who's closest to me? Uh, Luzo would be Luzo and Zario, and. Uh, oh, but if you were talking about enemies, it's just this last skeleton that's in front of you guys. And it's... What's that? I'm still pissed. Yeah, with every right to be. <laughs> you just got critted the second time in this dungeon. How far away from this enemy am I? You're literally like a couple steps away from it. Okay, okay. Um, but like I said, it's on its last leg. I'm just going to use the dagger. Okay, roll to hit. Jeez. Um, nine. You uh, take a jab at it and... You, you instinctively take a jab at, like, the head, but half of its head is missing, and you go... You basically, like, jab where its head would be. Haven't been rolling too good. The skeleton is going to get one more attack, and it's going to, uh, swipe at Gluzo. Is he a try? What's your AC, Gluzo? Uh, 14. It does hit. Damn it. <laughs> Can't imagine it's going to do much compared to your mammoth of a hit, uh, hit point maximum. It deals a whopping... Seven damage to you. Oh my god. Gluzo's dead. Roll a new character. Aw, oh, dang. I'm goodbye guys. I'm dead. That's it. That's the end of the show. Uh Bye. next next would be Katie, but uh she is pretty confident that you guys have this under control and it's Zario's turn. All that's left is this skeleton with a half broken skull and it is just pathetically shambling towards you guys to like hit you and just swinging blindly. All right, I'm going to go up. I'm going to crack him in the spine. Cool. Uh, roll the hit. Rip it out, dude. What? It's like rip it out, man. Rip it right out. Nine plus seven, 16. Yeah, how do you want to do it? Uh, I'm going to take out my nunchucks. I'm going to do some Bruce Lee shit. And then I'm just going to swipe right across. Take out like two vertebrae. Here's what, I like to, here's what I like to imagine. So you do like the Bruce Lee stuff. And then you take a swipe at the... Uh, vertebrae and it's like that like technique in Jenga where you hit a block and the whole like thing falls a little bit and you just do that repeatedly and it just slowly falls shorter and shorter and shorter as you take out more vertebrae and more vertebrae <laughs> and then finally it's down to just its uh, legs and its head and you just swipe the head off 
and it like gets knocked off and slams into the wall behind and shatters and the legs topple over. I dig it. And uh, that's combat. Woo! How we doing, folks? My name is Jacob Jean-Pietro Lemoyne Garrett, and I play Zario Noharis in Calamity. We are hoping you are enjoying Calamity as much as we are. We will be back after a few short messages. Welcome back, folks. And remember, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Wayfaring Strangers Podcast, Instagram at Wayfaring Strangers Podcast, and don't forget Twitter at Wayfair D&D Pod. Chat with us, get to know us, and if you have any predictions, well, you're probably wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. We might even do a special episode for you. Oh, and don't forget, next episode of Calamity, April 5th. Be there or be square. Over there. My tummy's growling. I'm gonna make it. I hurt. I definitely hurt, but I'll make Ooh. it through this. I have some juices in my bag. You guys need some juices? And I'm gonna pull out the, the potions we bought earlier. Hey, kid, I could use one of those right now. Okay, I hope it's not grape flavor, because I don't like grape flavor. Five plus two, you recover seven hit. You, uh, take this drink, and kind of the same thing, you feel, uh, some of your wounds start to close. That arrow is still in your leg. Uh, Kate actually comes up and uh, comes up to you and says, uh, if you'd like some help with that, I can uh, help you get it out. I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be pleasant, but better out than in. I've had worse. Let's just... She is going to do a medicine. Any alcohol? It's a good question. Does anyone? I feel like the only one out of you would uh, be Zario. I don't think I do, actually. It's all whether you feel like your character would or not. Oh, then yeah. You feel like you would? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zario has a flask. Uh, uh, Katie is going to attempt to get the arrow out of Ruri's leg, and uh, Ruri was asking for some alcohol. Yeah, here you go. I pour some on my leg, and then I just take a real hot swig. Uh, Cool. Here's how we're going to do this. We're going to have you both make medicine checks, since I feel like you've dealt with this a little bit before, just healing yourself. So. Colin, you make a medicine check, and Katie's going to make a medicine check. <laughs> Nine total. Katie rolled a natural 20. Perfect. So, you uh, help out. You break the uh, pointed end of the arrow. Can't remember the actual term of it, but you break that off. Yeah, you break the head of the arrow off, and uh, Katie looks at you in the eyes, and she says, uh, now here's how we're going to do this. I'm going to count to three, and then I'm going to pull out the arrow, all right? Are you ready? Yeah, and uh, she actually hands you the bit of the arrow that was uh, that had the head on it for you to bite on, like the the wood. And uh, she looks the at you and she says, the shaft. "Yeah, she looks at you. She says one, two, and then before she even says three, she yanks it out, uh, just clean, and then immediately puts a rag on it. You did it the way I needed. Thank you. And uh, douses it with some more alcohol and quickly wraps it up with some loose. She tears a bit of her, uh, I don't know, like coat." off and uh wraps your leg up and stands up and says uh 
that's the best we can do before we uh, get you back to town. You can uh, DM note. You can you can play it hard and give me disadvantage if there's anything else that. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I I was thinking about giving it to you on that stealth check too, but I feel like you're good enough at stealthing. I think if there's like acrobatic checks or something that you're gonna you might have to do, uh, then it'll come into play. Sure. So um, yeah, you guys cleared out all the skeletons. Uh, Gluzo, if you remember. Uh, there was that tunnel in the hallway. You actually look, uh, you're pretty much right in front of that cell now. You actually look uh, and see the tunnel in the cell that was in that room. Uh, that cell door is open now. Well, shall we get moving? We need to go. You look into the, uh, the tunnel, and it, it's kind of like a crawl space tunnel. It's not big enough for you, Gluzo. Um, I don't know how big Zario is. He's like 6'2". 6'2". I'd say you'd be a pretty like tight fit. I'd say the two that could fit in there would be either Ruri or Sprout. Sprout, it's your time to shine, kid. What am I doing? You're going to go in this here, uh, this here hole. Okay. I'm going to go in the hole, I guess. Yeah. Um, what, are what, you... what do I do now that I'm in the hole? Hey, what does he do? <laughs> am I what? Uh, Katie looks at you and says, uh, Well, little guy, I just climb on through and see what's on the other side. Okay. And uh, do you have any... I don't think you get dark vision, do you? Do not. You want to know what I have in my equipment? Torch. What's that? Yeah, yeah you can. Woodcraft. I'm yeah. going to pull out my torch once it gets too dark. I'm going to go, oh, it's too dark in here. And then I reach in my backpack and I put my hands around it. Uh, and then I'm going to cast Druidcraft and get it on fire. So here's how it goes. Uh, you uh, start crawling through and you end up having to take a right turn. While you're crawling, and like after that right turn, none of the light that was in the uh, jail cell is bleeding through into the tunnel anymore, so it's just dark. And uh, you, it's uh, really dark in here. here. You uh, kind of you're pretty small, so you have a little bit of wiggle room. You have a lot more room than what Ruri would have in here. Uh, so you kind of like shift your body a bit and pull out a torch and put your finger up to it and druid craft and light the torch. And as soon as you light the torch, there is a. Uh, a skull right in front of you, and a skeleton's right in front of you. Oh! But, thankfully, uh, it's not moving. It's just oh. right there. In the way, kind of. I'm gonna grab his dead, cold hand and go, Hello, mister. My name's Sprout. I hope you sleep good. And I'm gonna keep going. Aww. My name's Mr. Bone! <laughs> no, he does not have, He's not real. He's, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you! <laughs> no, he, uh, you crawl past it, uh, and you keep going, and you take one more right turn. You actually see some light at the end, and it's different. You see blue light, and you keep climbing and climbing, uh, crawling and crawling, I should say, and uh, you end up in a room that you would have seen. It's the pedestal room behind those bars. You're behind the bars now, and the torch is right in front of you. The first room we came in? Uh, the... Uh, when you came down and there was that uh, little cell that had the blue flame in it, the blue torch, mm-hmm. uh, that's the room you're in now. And you can oh. grab the blue. You can grab the blue torch. Oh, I, I'm actually gonna yell down the hall, say, "Hey, um, there's. I'm in the room that we were in earlier, and maybe no, 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 I'm not in the room. There's a thing in here. It's like a. It's like what I my torch that I brought in here, but it's blue." Yeah, go ahead and grab it, kid. Okay. I'm going to run over there, and I'm going to just grab it with my meaty little fingers. 
No precautions, nothing. Just full on grab that thing and yank it. It's mine Ooh. now. Okay. Awesome. Uh, you grab it, uh, and you kind of like you grab it real hastily. Flame stays aflame, uh, like nothing even bothered it. And uh, you hear a little mechanism on the pedestal kind of lift up, like the uh, torch had a weight to it that was like pushing it down. And when that happens, you hear some gears going, and uh, the door, the uh, the gate that was in front of the t- the torch in the main room that like prevented you from getting to it, that starts to open up and lift up, and now you can walk back out into the main hall. I assume you guys hear this now too, and walk out into the main hall to see uh, Sprout holding that blue flame, or the blue torch, uh, in that room, and uh, it opens on up. As it did it. I grabbed it. Great job. Good job, kid. Uh, Katie walks a little close and then remembers the, uh, the pressure plate that uh, Zario found a long time ago. By a long time ago, I mean like 10 minutes ago. Uh, with the pebble on it to indicate that it's there and like kind of walks around it and walks up to you, Sprout, and says, uh, you did good in there, buddy. And uh, gestures her hand out to take the torch and your hand. Okay. Uh, um going to hand her the torch because I don't want it anymore. And then she uh, leads you out. She looks at the lot of you and says, uh, well, I uh, think uh, that we got what we came for. I don't necessarily know how this, or if this is going to help us entirely, but it's got to do something. And she starts to walk up the stairs. Okay. Uh, should, would I still be floating at this moment? It's, has it been ten minutes? Uh, yes. Since I did say ten minutes earlier. Yeah. Right, I'm back on my feet. I'm going to make sure I don't step on that pebbles thing, because that's what I was told is a bad idea. Yeah, so she's kind of walking back up the stairs towards the way you guys came. I don't know if there's anything else you want to do in here, but... Uh... I'm going to mention to Zario real quick. Um, um, I know we just came down here and did all of this, and she laid this whole thing out for us. But is there any reason that we should be wary of her? Well, I mean, she hasn't really given us any reason so far, but I don't see why we shouldn't trust her. But I'd keep your eyes open. Crazier things have happened. I'm just a little concerned that she might be having us do the work for her. I don't think we should stay too far away from her on our way back. You know what? Now that you mention it, you're kind of making a little bit of a sense. Yeah. When we go uh, to the forest, definitely a couple of us should keep some distance, but the other couple should stay close on her and make sure that we don't see anything in the woods. Not necessarily an ambush, but I'm just a little worried. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. We're all I'll be right there with outsiders. you. Yeah, would I be able to go to the room with the bandits? And I'm yeah. going to go in there, and I'm going to touch each one, poke them, poke them with a finger, and cast Cure Wounds. Okay, I will tell you. Um, it's three of them, right? I'll tell you, the one that Gluzo attacked is definitely already dead. Oh, I'm still going to poke all three of them. Yeah, you... Yeah, you, you poke all three of them. One of them had his arm cut off and he was bleeding out. Um, but yeah, you definitely, you touch all of them. If anything, the one that you feel like even has a inkling of a chance is the one that uh, 
I think Zario knocked out. Okay, I'm I'm still gonna poke all three of them. I don't know if is, is that still just one cure wounds or is that three casting? That would be three castings since uh, cure wounds only targets one person. Wait, I'm gonna do that, and even though they don't wake up, I'm just gonna say it's okay. They just need a little nap time, and the one who wakes up and go, wake up, Mister. Uh, you you're trying to wake one of them up. Yeah, the one that that you said would probably be the one that would probably wake up. Did you come in here by yourself? Oh yeah. Okay. So did you like sneak away from the group? Oh yeah. Let's say make a stealth roll. Alrighty. I don't know if I'd actively be sneaking. I think I would have just gone. Yeah, but this is just for. Ah uh, yes, a, a grand total of nine. I think the others would notice. I don't know what you guys want to do about it, but you notice him kind of walk in, and he's in the other room now as I'll, you guys are leaving. I'll kind of follow at a distance because I can see that Rory and Zario are kind of just talking with themselves over and behind us, and I don't okay. want to lose track of Sprout. Okay, so yeah, you peer into the room, and you see him touching all the uh, bandits, and he's you see a faint green light. Or what color is the light of your magic? I, I think it'd be a, since I'm an air genasi, I think it'd be a light blue, like a grayish blue color. Okay, yeah, you see like a a pale uh, grayish blue aura around his hands when he touches these uh, bandits, and then he touches the one that uh, Zario knocked over, knocked unconscious with his nunchucks, and he's uh, kind of like beckoning at him, like, hey, like, hey, buddy, it's time to wake up, or uh, you know, Mister, and uh, yeah, Mister, hey, Mister, want to wrestle? That's all I can think of. That's what you see, um, and Sprout. You do start after you did cure wounds, um, and you're kind of like ushering at the guy. You do see his eyes flutter a little bit. He's not like fully conscious yet, but like it's almost like you know when you're like in a deep sleep and someone wakes you up and tells you something, but you just don't even comprehend it. That's basically what it is. And his eyes are kind of like starting to flutter a bit, and he's really dazed. As he's waking up, I'm gonna reach into my pouch and go, "Excuse me, Mister." I don't know what you said to my friends over there to make them so mad, but I'm sure if you apologize. I'll say that it's okay. And I'm going to have one of my juices. One of the healing potions? Yeah. What the f***? <laughs> this kid. He, uh... Can I interject? No, you're not in the room. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to interject, but... Uh, no, I'm just kind of watching this play out, making sure nothing bad happens. He, oh, like, yeah. groggily takes the health potion, and you, you said juice, so, like, He's so like out of it right now. Like his, he's basically in like a half concussion state. Is it grape flavor, Mister? Nobody's told me yet, and I'm not gonna drink it until I find out it's he, not grape flavor. And he puts it up to his lips just lazily, and uh, it like dribbles down his cheek and his chin. But like you can see a good deal of it is getting down to his uh, into his stomach. And goddamn, double fours. Yeah, he ha, was, cowboy. Uh, quite a significant. Uh, any uh drops the glass and it kind of like shatters on the ground and he like shakes his head a little bit and I'd say with the healing of that much he does kind of regain a little bit more consciousness and he looks up and his blurry vision is starting to finally like kind of come to and he just sees this little pale kid with light blue hair no wait you're not pale you're blue right light blue skin with white hair yeah yeah light blue skin with white hair it's the opposite of your D&D Beyond portrait yeah I, 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 I commissioned a certain John to, to draw yeah, him, he's been a bit busy at the current moment that's fine but yeah he sees this light blue skinned uh, child with white hair kind of like in front of him and it's still his vision's still kind of like swaying 
but now he just has this puzzled look on his in his face. And then uh, where are we right now? You're in the hallway. You're in the hallway, kind of going back towards the entrance with uh, Katie. Um, at this point, I'm gonna kind of make my way up to Sprout and just kind of gently take him by the hand and go. All right, it's it's time to go. Wait, he, Mr. This man has something to say to you, Mister. Don't you have something to say to Guzo? And he he looks up just very sheepishly and sees I am vision. mean mugging this guy. He uh sees you and he remembers you, and he his eyes for the first time that you've seen him uh in this state widen like a deer in the headlights and like drag himself back, like pushes himself back and like goes up against the wall or whatever crate he was kind of next to. And he uh holds up his like arms in like a defensive state, like like please don't hit me kind of thing. Mm. And uh hit him. He doesn't even really say anything. He's just kind of like cowering. I just kind of do like that where I point at my eyes and then point at him with like the two fingers. And he nods his head. He he recognizes that symbol more than anything. I kind of just lead Sprout out of the room. I don't think he was ready to apologize. That's that is okay. It's, yeah, that's okay. Maybe later. Hi, Mister. And so uh, you two uh, catch up with the rest of the group, and Katie uh, looks behind you guys and sees you guys catching up, and she says, "Uh, I'm not trailing behind, are we? Well, we're burning daylight. Let's get out of here while we can." Mm-hmm. It still didn't tell me if it was grape flavor. And, uh, oh, kid, it's not great flavor. Tastes like shit. Sure. Yep. I don't know what flavor that is, but it's gotta be better than grape flavor. Tastes like, I'd say, like, a human potion tastes like, like, uh, strawberry cough syrup. (laughs) Oh, as long as it's not great. Probably horrible. Yeah, it's probably not great. Uh, but with, uh, the blue light in hand, the blue torch in hand, Katie, uh, starts ascending the stairs leading out of the uh, temple and you see that uh the sun has gone down quite a bit and it's just starting to like you can still see a little bit of light but you can tell that you will need this torch here and uh she climbs the stairs and you guys follow and uh you are in the night sky with nothing but uh the moonlight what is the phase of I'm going to get to that okay uh, you uh get out of the temple and uh, with its, the sun's final uh, moments over the horizon, uh, the only light that are illuminating uh, your path home is this new, is this a uh, relic with the the blue flame and the bright white light of the full moon overhead. <laughs> <laughs>